This is so important because that is food now. When our focus is there, it starts you, it starts pulsating. It looks like the doors of the heart has opened. So that Spurna one gets during those initial days. It's not that that Spurna is felt all over the time. It is in the initial part you feel it when this heart opens up. And it opens up when our attention is only there all the time. Because uh, our attention is external towards things. I need to explain one thing because people take everything so literally and then they are in trouble. Some people they think you just bring your attention to the heart like looking here or I don't know what they mean about it. It simply means give away your attention to worldly things and become a sadhu. You don't have to change your clothes and go into ochre robes. Bring your energy in your heart. Just stay here. And then it, it is already there. Then you just recognize it and it opens up for you. Because our attention is always into things. So we have to say, bring your energy here. Bring, But it's not like physically you keep seeing towards your chest or something. It is nothing to do with that. That is not going to do anything. Whenever our mind is going into what is happening outside, you know, about things and beings and relation and this and emotion and all this noise which we call as world. When our interest is not there and when our interest is here, then it opens up. Then the door opens for us. This is all this game. There's nothing else. And when we talk about grace, this is grace only when you are disinterested in the world because People will think you are foolish because there are so many good things in this world which people are running after, so-called good things. They will leave one and then they will go for other. It could be beings, it could be things, it could be fame, it could be your recognition. And then you can divide that into any number of things, you know. But mainly there are three things only beings and things and your own self-worth which comes from ego but if you have no interest in these three things then automatically what left is that only which is real but if you think this is also like one of the things to know then it doesn't happen 
because it only happens when that entity in us which is running for these three things has no interest the moment it has no interest it itself disappears because it stays till there is an interest only desires keep this ego alive otherwise there is no ego extinction of ego is disinterest or desirelessness and all this interest and desire has nothing to do with the bodily acts and what you possess or what is around you or what is your profession it is your internal environment how you take things someone might have no kids but is still attached to a future kid which will happen and always wants a kid someone might have 10 kids not attached to anyone so it has nothing to do with what what you possess what you have it is how you are your internal environment and only you know nobody else knows that you can fake you can say what you want to say to the world doesn't matter because your freedom is your own freedom it has nothing to do with people around you these people are your own projection coming through your own mind this is the basic difference between a gyani and all so called scientific people or rational people or you know intellectual people they think themselves as an entity and the world around and things around as separate and this separation creates anxiety and restlessness an attraction towards things or repulsion but to know this truth you have to go within if you stay as ego as an entity then the other people are always as an ego and entity separate from you so to know that you have to undo what you think you are right now and what is the sutra what is the source by which we some people think or ask you know how would i know that i am on the right path very simple right path where you are more simple more humble you are more peaceful you are less arguing with people you are more happy with your own company then solitude is not boring you love it and you are not seeking anything externally you are not running after things and you don't complain you are in a acceptance mode of things this all is a proof that you are on right path because actually there is not even a path understanding is needed it is all about ripening when we say path or a spiritual seeker or understanding developing or i am reaching or i am arriving it is all at the level of ego nothing to do with your realization it is just your your maturing when you mature when you really mature what happens when a fruit matures it drops it gets detached from the branch of this word that tree so all this ripening happens by practice by sadhana by satsang by understanding by contemplation and when it gets really full then it just because knowledge is there you are that knowledge you don't have to borrow from books and start speaking that language 
that parrot can do. What we read, what Bhagwan said, what the scripture said. Try to understand, is it truth? If it's you feel it's not truth, then look for some other path. But if you feel it is truth, then follow it. Make that written statement as your own experience and do whatever needs to be done to be your own experience. It, if it has happened to one person, it can happen to all of us. If there is a fault, faulting is in us, not in these statements. We always blame our environment, our situation. I don't have money. I have a lot of work to do. And, you know, to an extent that people write email to me about their wife, that their wife is creating suffering for the last 20 years. Do you think that a spiritual seeker will ever be free who is blaming his situation to his wife? Sometimes I see people and I feel that they are so much looking for a spiritual knowledge. And then I realize they are going through tragedy and once the tragedy is over, they are again back to all their worldly life. Then I can't trace them. It is a full-time job and not spasmodic that you do for five minutes every day. If you do five minutes every day, it will never happen. Because whatever you do in 24 hours maximum, that will happen. If your attention is maximum there in your heart, rather than projecting outward, then it will open up. This 5 minute, 10 minute drama is not going to help at all. You might feel a bit better. Yes, the mind is under control. There is less anxiety. You are more calmer. You are dealing with people in a better way. Yes, it has its own benefits. But in the domain of ego, in sansara. That's why mindfulness meditation is so popular. Because it, it keeps you sane but that's not liberate you. Liberation is other cup of tea. Knowing that energy is being that energy and knowing that that individuality disappears, then only you know that. And in disappearance of individuality is disappearance of the cycle in which we are all fixed birth and death. It is easy, it is simple, but it is a big deal actually, if you see. Awakened and sleeping person looks exactly same externally, but internally it is a different thing. As Bhagwan puts down that the practice should be continuous, without stopping it. And someone asked for how long till you have the last thought which is coming from that I disappears. That means no trace of ego should be left. So the practice is like a constant flow of river, constant pouring of oil, which never stops. But who can do that? only who is mad about it. So it requires 
a bit of madness, craziness for that Paramatma, for that God. If you don't have that, that means the grace is not there. And for that grace we pray. That is the reason not every female can be Mirabai or every man cannot be Tulsidas. These looks like rare events. This is the reason it looks rare. But if you have interest, then it is it is there. Some get into spirituality because of fear of death, not because of love of God. That doesn't help. Only love can take you there. I was talking this afternoon and if you even go to Ramana Ashram, what are those prayers? They are all in praise of Lord only. It's all bhakti, it's all devotion. Devotion melts your ego, melts you, melts your personality. And then what is left is knowledge only. But if ego wants to acquire knowledge, then you can become intellectual giant full of ego. But no bliss, no liberation. That is why if you see, even Bhagwan's time and even now, all the devotees are so humble. They all look like Bhagwan, so pure. I am not comparing with any other guru or teacher, but I am just telling you, you just see their faces. You go to Ramana Ashram, you sit there, you see everyone. They are all innocent like child. Because of surrender. Surrender has that immense power. It makes you that to whom you surrender. Someone in this group texted me one day that why you talk about Bhagwan? And I have to say I didn't answer to that person because I thought if he can't understand even this simple thing, there is no point in me explaining. There is no explanation for it. If some you love someone and someone asks you, why do you love that person, what would you say? What would you say? Will you explain why you love someone? If you can explain why you love someone, that means there is selfishness. There is no love, there is a reason behind it. Love is unconditional. It just happens. And my philosophy is that love which is there for that comes from that only. That creates that environment within you. That is what grace is. Some people want to talk one-to-one. -one. When I talk one-to-one, -one, they always have long stories to tell me about their suffering and the whole world is against them and they are having health crisis, financial crisis, relationship crisis. You know, what is this? Who is saying this? Understand, go within. Who is complaining? Then comes Bhagwan's real question, who am I? I am this entity who is always complaining. You know, like one answer to all questions, who am I? 
if you ask this question loudly and deeply earnestly you will stop complaining all your life bhagwan sitting in cave and his body being eaten by insects and scorpions do you think he was running around telling everyone look this is what has bhagwan god has done to me and i am just praying and i am not getting food and look this is what the god does to me and i am god's devotee and now compare your notes we keep complaining about small things things which have not even happened we start complaining about them anxious about future and then we want self realization if you keep bhagwan as your idol and you want to be that then you have to get all those qualities keep him at the pedestal and be that climb up the ladder you can complain the day you have less things than bhagwan and he never ask anyone to leave anything you wherever you are whatever you are doing just start watching from where all this is happening a seeker has to know what ego is and how ego appears and how ego behaves and be scared of that ego don't go close to it watch it and don't identify with that when your identification goes away with ego the ego drops don't give energy of your attention to ego if when you watch ego don't be with that and don't say yes to it it's doings or it's planning understand its tricks there is no other maya than ego ego is maya illusion when you are watching your ego where is your attention on ego or on you keep your energy at your heart from where you can watch everything you have the best view how the thoughts are popping up what are they planning their shrewd game of acting smart fooling others in small things and big things acquiring things and lying about things and pretending all this fakeness which comes through this ego which we call as personality just watch it in that silence in that silent awareness your watching is enough if you are watchful it will start dissolving and one day you will not find any trace of what you were maybe there might be some memories of there was a person behaving very stupid you will laugh on it who was that why was he doing like this what was the need because ego dropped you know the oneness of everything coming from you there is no one except you everything starts from you and ends at you 
but you are eternal but that you is uninvolved in that is not involved in a in this body acting as a person so when you watch all the time that ego that entity that entity dissolves because it is not there to be watched it is there to act like that nobody in this world watches ego you ask people they will say i have no ego and they see ego in everyone everyone is an egoistic person and they will say i don't have any ego if you have no ego you will never be born only ego is born and ego dies but if ego dies before the death of the body then you are free that is the truth so this much you have to do when you are in this body in living body watch it and your watchfulness will finish it and that's all now what method it requires i don't know it is such a simple truth do you think if you pass your air from the left nostril take out from the right and from the right to the left and you do nadi shuddhi pranayam and one day the ego will disappear from that air who knows at the end you have to come again to this question whatever practice you do who am i who is real i so it requires two things first is you should have no interest in this ego game and the second you should have full interest in that godliness in your heart so you have to give up one relationship and look for this inner relationship if you have both of these things it will be a very quick journey but let's say you dislike ego then also it will happen because ego gone what is left is that only so ego watchful ego and not attaching that is your gyana that is your knowledge but love for that silence in your heart is bhakti is devotion and if someone has both of these it is so quick i would suggest you should do both leave that and go for it and another important thing stop complaining because all the emails i get complain 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 that means your mind is still behind your spouse and people and this and that all about body why you are so much bothered about this body this body will be dust in next few years but because you are so much attached then you will get another and then another and it will never end if we all start writing our diary we will notice that all what we have done in this life is for this body which is going towards graveyard and because of our attachment we will also go to graveyard but if we understand even 1% and start observing things then we can stay and the body can go who understands this simple truth and who wants to follow it that's the other thing
understand we are source of everything full of that pure energy we are nothing but that pure energy which has no name no form there is no thought in it no emotion in it nobody can ever describe this the only way you can convey to someone is since i have known this i am contented and i am in bliss and i am a bit mad because i don't know why i am happy maybe mad like a happy like a mad person you don't know nobody knows nobody can explain it because the one who is going to explain is already dead who was trying to know is not there i know people want to ask about self inquiry i'll say go for bhakti develop some love shed some tears from your eyes when you see your whatever god you believe in have some connection it will be very fast it is all a game of love this nothing else this is this is just love pure love don't make spirituality as an intellectual tussle or but something only you you are an educated person and learned and you know sanskrit and you have read scripture so it will come to you no it will never come to you if you are like if you think like that it comes to a humble down to earth poorest of poor simple villager who is contented who has complete faith in god 100% faith who is not creating his own kingdom you know god has created this kingdom and then we all criticize look this is wrong this is wrong this these people are like this and this is happening and this and all the time you know as if we are too smart and all the time deceiving others you know acting smart thinking others are foolish this is our own kingdom of ego if we give up this kingdom then god takes over and he is so full of compassion that when you give up your kingdom he makes you him he does not keep you at a lower level understand this let's say you are very faithful servant of your boss your employer can your employer will make you him he might make you his board of directors or something you know in the company he will make you to the top notch position ceo but he will never make you him but here the game is very different when you are faithful devotee of god god makes you him it does he never keeps you below so ardent devotee becomes that whom he is devotee and the difference is only for very short time and there is no time in it it's just a small short play in which it happens like there is a time because you know a true devotee his love keeps getting more and more and more he is not a seasonal devotee he comes and does some bhakti and then he goes into some other indulgence 
because you know once you get into that love once you get the taste of love for the god whatever happens it gets it just kept more and more it gets more and more all the time understand that you should be like that otherwise it will never happen lukewarm approach never works and if still you don't understand then read stories of all big devotees okay i'll tell you about bhagwan bhagwan um when he was in 1895 in november a relative came to their house and told him about that he is coming from arunachala so he heard in november 1895 about arunachala and that something looked in like he got something something changed then he started going to temple a bit more and he read periya purana which is the stories of shiva devotees and now you see that thing happened in june 1896 so roughly 8 months maybe or 7 months and what was boiling in the liberation and and when it happened because he was a mature soul already and that's what he always says that he has done all what needed to be done in the past though he never commented or explained in detail about his previous births but he said it was all done it doesn't come like this and in that 7 8 months it just everything finished so this is the power of arunachala even he heard his name only don't underestimate power of arunachala so what he did he shifted after realization to arunachala so now you have a lot of support bhagwan support or nachala support satsang support your inner support so if you start comparing your arms and ammunition you have more than what bhagwan had and still you can't get it then whom to blame i would say technique don't worry about technique worry about love and devotion because that absolute knows you he knows you more than what you know about yourself he knows how sincere you are only sincerity counts and and that will just pull you finish your story and still if you don't understand that i would say you read and read and read and contemplate on akshar manmalai bhagwan wrote see what he's writing how he's writing he's complaining he's love loving he's saying something what he has to say so frankness between him and arunachala you can understand he's pouring his heart into it
when you read Akshanaman Malay, feel that do you have that much of love like Bhagawan? Or do you have more than that? Or can you cultivate like that? If not, then pray for Bhagawan to give you that much. Bhagwan's all life is symbolic. Once he came to Arunachala, he never left. Just stayed there. This is very symbolic for all of us. When we find this self effulging in our heart, then just stay there. Then what happening is our external. Don't project with your mind. Merge your mind here. Melt away your ego. That absolute which is taking care of everything will take care of this body also. And let's say by mistake that absolute does not take care of this body. Then how does it matter? One day this body is going to be dead. Maybe because he is not taking care. Two days early it will die. How does it matter? Does it matter really? It is all our ego which makes us feel special, that we are something special. Actually we are special, but we are special in that absolute sense, not this body. That is why you see in this whole Maya, Bhagwan played a very, very good role, I should say. He didn't show that he is traveling in air or showing some producing things. He showed his body was frilled, he had arthritis, rheumatism, he had a cancer and the body died its due course. But he was that self-effulgent which has nothing to do with body. He never showed any siddhis and powers and all those things. And that is the reason he stayed like any normal person in a normal body. It gives us more hope that we can also be that. Because you know if Bhagwan started getting gold or watches or something or flying in the air or something, then you would always take him at a different level and you will say, okay, Bhagwan, that's okay. Then you will make him like an idol and that's all. But he wanted you to be him. Whatever we do in daily life, we interact, we work, keep your energy in your heart. Even if you don't understand what I am saying, just keep your energy in your heart. Soon what will happen is you and your ego self will appear as two to you. And you will start noticing all thoughts comes to this which you are watching, not to you. But you are keeping energy in your heart. So this ego self, which is only living entity because of your attention, will start fading away. And remember all thoughts are coming to this entity. And if it is fading, then all pervading silence will be left. This silence has nothing to do with external silence. External can be noisy, external can be argumentative. External people might be saying something to you, even maybe thrashing you, doesn't matter. But you will have that bliss, that silence, which just keeps coming 
as if infinite fountain of bliss has opened. And there is no locus for it. There is no point which you can say it is me and it, this is not me. You don't start and end at this body. Even you don't know what it is. The only thing you know is bliss, peace. You don't care about knowledge, relative knowledge, knowing things. Somehow everything settles. This is the only time when you are 100% contented in every sense of the word. Then our all sense organs which are going out to receive, to gratify, they all go within. Like a tortoise with all the legs going within and it's just there. Don't compare with anyone, don't worry about anything. Only pay attention to your heart, heart energy. And see the magic. Do you think you are becoming devotee of that heart energy? That God sitting there is sitting there to receive you. Only we are not paying attention there. When we pay attention, it merges us in it. No distinction. No duality. And we become one. When duality is the sin, if you ask me, and what sin? Duality is restlessness, anxiety, fear of death. And it has to be like that because in duality we are looking for our beloved. And we can only be happy once we can find him. But at ego level, we think this anxiety, restlessness is because I have less money, I have less fame, I have no good relationship, I have no good clothes, whatever. And we look outside to get everything and we collect garbage and garbage. We become holders and still we are unhappy or maybe more unhappy. But it is a different demand. It's a thirst to know that to drink that pure nectar in our heart. Abide in your pure silence, really available to everyone, all the time, beyond mind, beyond senses, beyond body. Dive deep into this ocean of bliss.
and keep going deeper and deeper in it. So deep that then you cannot identify yourself as any name or form. This is true yoga union. Once you are one, you can still play the game of devotee and God. That is the beauty of it. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.